Welcome to Brazen, a weekly podcast where we get down and dirty on how we can live a more curious, bold, and vibrant life. We are your hosts, Callie Hughes, a functional wellness nurse practitioner, and Valerie King-Maller, a transformational life and mindset coach. In this podcast, we are helping women stop people-pleasing and perfectionism, awaken their inner badass, and discover what can happen when we take the lead in our own life. Join us every Tuesday as we explore everything available to us when we brazenly take accountability for our life and well-being. Welcome to today's episode of Brazen. So today we're going to talk more in depth about mindset. Mindset is something that can really impact the direction that your life takes. It'll impact things from opportunities and challenges, success and failure. And so we're going to dig into why your mindset is so significant and some tips on how to shift your mindset to be more positive. And at the end, we're going to dig into some really tangible and practical action steps that you can start taking today in order to make the shifts so that you are able to kind of move yourself towards whatever your ideal life vision is for yourself. So, Val, I know that you talk to all of your clients about the importance of mindset. So talk to us a little bit about why it's so important. So I love that we're talking about this today because I feel like everywhere you turn, there's a new article about the importance of mindset or just, you know, why you need to have a positive mindset. And I think that it can be a little bit overwhelming to hear all the time and you start to feel like there needs to be this like toxic positivity all of the time. And when in fact, mindset is more talking about the filter with which you see opportunities and challenges. So one of the first things I do with new clients is just try to gauge where they are in terms of their mindset. And I think you probably know from your own personal experience, we've all been through this when you're just having like a bad day and you wake up and you're grouchy and everything just kind of supports that notion that you're having a bad day. But if you wake up and you're like, I'm having a great morning, I've been really productive, I feel like it's been, you know, just really like a fantastic day, you start to notice like all the other ways in which your day is really great and you tend to be a little bit more open to opportunities. So generally speaking, that's just kind of on a day-to-day basis. But like if you talk about kind of an overall mindset, if you tend to be a little bit more towards the negative, you're going to see things like challenges as obstacles and like things that might shut down your goals as opposed to something that you can just overcome. And so Also, having a positive mindset allows you to see opportunities, whereas someone might not see them as opportunities or see them as like, well, that might be possible, but these are all the reasons why that isn't going to work. So I try to work really hard with clients to assess kind of where they are in that 
spectrum of positive and negative mindset and then try to work with them to overcome that. And you would be amazed to see like what just shifting your mindset a little bit will do to your success. I've definitely had clients who have started by being like, I've been pursuing this goal for five years. I have never reached it. I don't think I ever can. And then when you start to work just like on the actual mindset, they start to see these like different routes around obstacles that have come up in the past. And so it's just like really exciting to see like that transformation. Yeah. And I know that in the health and wellness and healthcare world, mindset plays a huge role in your health status as well. Mm -hmm. There've been a lot of studies that have been done on mindset and how it relates to, you know, health challenges or your prognosis with different diagnoses. Mm -hmm. And it's come out in the research that the people who have a more positive mindset And a lot of times with the positive mindsets, a growth mindset that's kind of, you know, they go together. And so where people who have a negative outlook on life might take a certain diagnosis as being a death sentence and just kind of resign themselves Mm -hmm. to like, okay, well, this is it. Somebody with a more positive outlook and a growth mindset might figure out like, okay, how can I give myself the best chance of survival here? And they're going to do more of what they need to do in order to give themselves the best opportunity to Mm -hmm. beat whatever the diagnosis is. So that's kind of what research has found to be a lot of the underlying psychology behind Mm -hmm. the mindset and health outcomes arena. And I just find that so interesting. And it makes a lot of sense. Yeah. And I think, you know, it works both like really well health wise and when you're pursuing your goals. And it's the difference between being totally overwhelmed by the obstacles in achieving your goal and just being like, resigned to the fact that something's not going to work as opposed to being like, okay, yeah, that was really rough. I didn't meet my goal, but you know, tomorrow's a new day. (laughs) Like I'll give it a try. And it may sound sappy, but it really does help you. It is a self-fulfilling prophecy. If you're like, I'm going to reach this goal, no matter what you are going to reach it. (laughs) You just, you will find the way to get there if you're that dedicated. And a lot of times with clients, I talk about how I feel like that single-minded dedication plus a positive mindset really is kind of the definition of luck. Like everyone, you know, thinks luck is something that just happens to you. But I think when you have a positive mindset and you're super focused on your goal, you will end up just having all of these opportunities sort of present themselves to you and you will be in a positive enough mindset to actually act on them. And so I truly think that that's where your luck comes in. And so we work a lot just on how can we get you to that positive mindset. And I think one thing that people don't realize is that you can just wake up in the morning and say, I'm going to be more positive today. Like it is actually 
you know, barring any clinical diagnosis, you can shift your mindset by just saying, you know, yes, I woke up late, but like, I'm not going to let this affect my day. So taking just control over your mind is something that can be really empowering and also something that can be really powerful in moving you forward. Yeah. And it just makes me think of how, you know, psychologists and everything, they say that you can't really control your feelings, but you can control your thoughts. And Mm -hmm. so a lot of times, you know, therapists will work with their clients on changing the thoughts that they have Mm -hmm. because it relates so much to your mindset and every other aspect of your life. Like it's so ingrained in your subconscious that whatever your mindset is and your thoughts are, it turns into a self-fulfilling prophecy for, you know, the future and how things are going to go going forward. Yeah. And it's really crazy. It gets almost confusing when you think of everything together because like limiting beliefs lead to a more negative mindset, but that leads to more sort of limiting beliefs because you're not achieving Mm -hmm. your goals. So it all becomes like something that works together. Vicious cycle. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) So that's why you have to kind of make a conscious effort to reevaluate your thoughts and change your mindset going forward. And one of the best ways to do that is something called the ABC formula, which stands for the A stands for adversity, the B stands for belief, and C stands for consequence. So the formula is A plus B equals C. And a good example of this is, let's say you show up to work and you're managing a department and you're shorthanded for the day. You can either say, oh, this is going to be a really shitty day. (laughs) Or you can say, you know what? I'm going to turn this into a challenge. Like, I'm going to try to make this, like, we're all going to be heroes by the end of this. And really empowering your team to just do that, like, go with that concept. You can imagine that the consequence of the first option is that you are going to have a shitty day (laughs) because everything's going to, like reinforce your belief that it is going to be a bad day. And in turn, you're also just going to not be able to see creative ways of overcoming this shorthandedness. Whereas the person who's like, yeah, we're going to be heroes. It's going to be a challenge. I'm going to make this fun. We'll find ways to like motivate the team or, you know, just make it a more fun day. And so ultimately it will be a great day by the end and feel really empowering. So that's every time you kind of feel yourself slipping into a negative mindset, do the ABC formula and see if you can shift. And for the first time you do it, it might feel like toxic positivity, like, yeah, I have to try to make this a positive thing, but it actually does work. And the more you do it, it becomes a subconscious thing that you automatically start training your brain to think, okay, I'm going to think positively about this situation or how can I spin it in a more positive way? So this is a question that's kind of off script, but (laughs) do you, from your past experience, have any suggestions for people on ways that they can make it more fun when they're shorthanded and, you know, maybe ways to, if they're a manager, motivate their team? 
This is one of my favorite topics. <laughs> so I love talking about this. I um, knew you would have something. <laughs> yes. I feel like there are a million ways to do it, but part of it is like kind of going off script and like turning the day into like if you're a department that runs by certain like rules or whatever or general concepts, like you can kind of get creative and say, okay, we're going to like, I mean, obviously within legal <laughs> policies and stuff like that, but we're going to change things up today and we're going to make it a little fun. We're going to break some rules, but not like legit rules, <laughs> just like little policy or little procedures to make this work. Or you can make it a contest. You can do, you know, contests sound like they could be for little kids or something, but it actually I 100% stand by like adding some competition into the day because I think it adds a lot of fun. So some healthy um, competition never hurt. Exactly. <laughs> so there are different like things like that that you can do. You know, if you have the ability to, you can do a little reward at the end, you know, or just like pay to get some coffees for your team or, you know, something to just keep people like motivated and excited. And just, you know, honestly, the little pep talks of like, hey, we're going to do this. Like we're three people shorthanded, but we're going to do this as a team. We'll support each other. And just that team building can make a huge difference with a day too. But if you were kind of like, yeah, it's just going to suck. We need to get through it. You're not going to do any of those things. So, and it will end up being a horrible day. So. Yeah. And I think it's so important to just point out that if you are a leader or manager you know, somebody with people kind of working around or, you know, under you in the structure, whatever attitude and mindset you bring into work is going to flow downhill. So it's going to be contagious, whether it's positive or negative. So, you know, you might as well figure out some ways to make it fun and be positive. And that's going to infiltrate the rest of your team. And it really impacts the productivity and the morale and all of those different factors that make a place a good place to work. Yeah. Whenever I work with an entrepreneur who has a team or if I work with any managers or leaders, that's the first thing I say to them is like how you show up at work every day is like kind of how the day is going to go and how your team's going to be. And so it's really important that you show up with that positivity and, you know, it will affect it's the filter with which you receive and give everything. So if your mindset is not in a great place, like everything your staff says to you is going to like bother you and you're mm -hmm. not going to react in a way that you feel proud of. So it's just really important to do what you can to like work on your own mindset. So um, whether you are just working on your own or whether you're influencing a team at your job or whatever, what are th some things that you can do in your own personal life that are going to help to kind of revitalize and overhaul your mindset and make it more positive? So the first step is just making a conscious effort that I'm going to do this. Like I'm going to overhaul my negative mindset and work on it. And so I think that is just like the number one key point. Number two is the ABC formula. So if you find yourself complaining a lot, I think just taking a look at that and saying like, how can I shift this? 
I would say the next thing is watching how much you complain because I think that just a reminder that that just like makes you relive all the negative situations over and over again. So I've been telling some of my clients to set aside like a limited amount of time for venting, if at all. So if you feel like venting does help you, then you set aside five minutes and that's it. Set a timer, legit set a timer and like then you're done with that. The fourth one would be to set a morning routine, which I think is the best way to just kind of start your day off in a positive mindset. And so we can talk a little bit more about that in a second. But the fifth one is at the end of your day, either with or without a partner or a family member or a friend, do the three things that went well today. And this may seem like a very minor thing. And I know gratitude practices come up a lot in everything, but it really does help you to start to filter your day in a positive way. And so you start to notice throughout the day positives because you know at the end of the day, you're going to be talking about what went well. So those would be my five top tips to shift your mindset. But if we want to quickly just expand on the morning routine, do you have any thoughts about morning routines? Yeah, I have noticed that once I set a morning routine that is more than just hit snooze four times, get out of bed and rush through my shower and just feel like I'm completely frazzled and disorganized all morning. I decided finally that there's got to be a better way for me to do this. And unfortunately, it probably involves waking up earlier. (laughs) So (laughs) I've actually started using an app that helps to kind of create these little micro habits and it builds on itself after, you know, three to five days at a time. So lately, one of my goals is to get more active, especially in the morning to kind of help clear my mind and, you know, get things moving. So one of the things that this, you know, program set as a suggestion for me, which I was like, well, this is smart. I don't know why I didn't think of this myself, but it said that, you know, maybe I should just plan on doing one minute of stretching in the morning and, That is the kind of micro goal that we talk about all the time because one minute of stretching is such a small amount of time that there is really no excuse, no matter what, where I can't get that done. It doesn't matter if I'm maybe sick or if I'm running late, like there's a minute that I can do some kind of stretching, even if it's just sitting on the floor and like stretching my hamstrings or something Mm -hmm. like that. But the interesting thing is that it always turns into stretching for longer than one minute, because once I actually kind of get that momentum where I'm like, okay, I'm going to do it. And then I start stretching. I'm like, oh, this feels really good. And so I stretch for more like five minutes in the morning. But it's just that psychological thing where you need to set the bar super, super, super low, especially at the very beginning to where it's like, okay, this is so absolutely simple. There is no excuse for me to not get this done. 
at some point in the day, like even when I miss the morning Mm -hmm. for whatever reason, the morning stretch, like I can literally just pick any other designated time in the day and get that done so I can check it off. And so that's the whole idea behind the micro goals. And then, you know, as I'm building on that, you know, maybe the next one is that I'm going to start drinking a glass of water first thing in the morning to rehydrate myself. And then maybe I'll build something else in. Eventually, like if I continue to do that, maybe like two or three months down the road, my morning routine is going to look completely different. And it's going to be filled with these little habits that help to support having a calm, relaxed and nourishing morning as opposed to a hectic and frantic and rushed morning. Mm -hmm. And so it's going to set the tone for a more positive mindset and it's going to create a better internal environment for myself, both mentally and physically. And so that's how things kind of build on each other. So like the morning routine is kind of a really easy way to have like a focused and dedicated opportunity to build on those little tiny habits that are going to make a big impact over time. Yeah, I really like, I mean, we talk about micro goals all the time. So it is one of our top favorite tools. But also, I think getting really honest with yourself about what you need is also really important. I had a tendency in the last few years to read a lot about like this entrepreneur's morning routine or this person's morning routine and trying to make it work for myself and realizing that that's not how I want my morning to go. And so finding what actually works for you, whether it's like you need a very calm, soothing morning or you need a really energetic, powerful morning where you're, you know, going for a run or something like that. It's really what works for you. And then also I found with working with clients that not everyone likes the idea of a routine. And so a lot of times they would sort of do it for a week and be like, okay, this is great, but then just not do it anymore. And I think part of that is if you're someone that's not usually a routine person, you need to build in that flexibility. So one of the ways you can do that is say, okay, I'm going to get 10 minutes of some type of physical activity every morning. And that means it could be everything from dance to a HIIT workout to stretching to, you know, going for a walk outside. And that just still builds in the flexibility that you might crave. And, you know, if you're super turned off by the idea of routine, this is a way to kind of build it in without feeling really boxed in. I have a tendency to rebel when I think I have to have a routine. So for me, that works really well to say, I'm going to accomplish at some point this morning, these three things. So Mm -hmm. you can find a way of like starting your morning off well. And then my other thing is kind of a little bit back to your micro goals is to choose something really easy to accomplish as one of your first tasks. So it might just be While you're still in bed, you're going to drink a glass of water. And then it's like, okay, from that minute on, you know, I've already kind of started by checking off one thing off my list. So if you can have a couple easy things that you know aren't a huge time commitment, that will make a huge difference as well. 
Yeah. And so we have put together a resource that's going to help you to come up with a good morning routine that's going to fit with your lifestyle and fit with your personality. So that's going to be linked down in the show notes. So go to that link and you'll be able to get that straight to your inbox. So just to recap, the five ways that you can easily shift your mindset now are to, number one, just make the conscious decision that you're going to work on it. Number two, use the ABC formula every time you feel yourself slipping into another sort of negative mindset. Step number three is to limit the amount of time that you're venting, set a timer if you need to vent at all. And then number four is to establish your morning routine. And if this is something that seems like a big jump for you, just start with one minor thing you're going to do every day, and then you can build on that. And then step number five is to do the three things that went well today exercise at the end of your day. And those five things together or even just separately, you should see a significant shift in your mindset pretty quickly. So thank you so much for joining us for this episode of Brazen and make sure that you come back again next week, same time, same place, and we're going to talk some more. Thank you.